You are listening to Robert Miller's Follow Your Dream. I am John Halliwell. I am on the show, and you should listen to it. Everyone has a dream. Robert Miller is a musician who had a dream to become a rock star. He followed his dream, and he succeeded. If you're ready to pursue and succeed at your dream, then listen up and get inspired and motivated to take action today. Welcome to the Follow Your Dream podcast. Hi, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the Follow Your Dream podcast with listeners in 200 countries. I'm Robert Miller, your host. My guest today is Leslie Mandoki of Mandoki Soulmates, the European-based supergroup. They are celebrating their 30th anniversary and they've got a star-studded group of songs that feature some of the greatest artists that have performed with them over the years. This includes Ian Anderson of Jethro Tull, Jack Bruce of Cream, David Clayton Thomas of Blood, Sweat and Tears, Gary Brooker of Procol Harum, Peter Frampton, Eric Burden of The Animals, and so many more. Leslie has been able to assemble this incredible lineup. And he is the straw that stirs this drink. He's a celebrated drummer, singer, and composer. This is his second time on the podcast, but I wanted to bring him back because this 30th anniversary is just special. So, in the middle of this, we are going to play all the songs that I just mentioned with all these great artists as part of what I call a song fest. And as you know, nobody else does this in podcasts. And I always feature a song of mine in every episode underneath the introduction and at the end. And I try to make the song relevant somehow. My featured song was easy for me in this one because it's my reimagined version of I'm So Glad a song popularized by Jack Bruce and Cream. And Jack, again, being one of the most incredible guest artists who have played with Mandoki's Soulmates. So, Leslie Mandoki, welcome to the Follow Your Dream podcast, baby. <laughs> Robert, uh, thank you so much for having me. And actually, uh, we are really brothers because uh, Follow Your uh, your dreams follow my dreams. Uh, my father said on his deathbed as I was 16, boy, you have to promise me that my grandchildren never going to read uh, censored papers. So, But I, I was leaving behind the Iron Curtain in Hungary. So I said, Dad, there is the Iron Curtain. And he said, no, 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 no. There's nothing for you. You must go uh, search for freedom and uh, and just live your dreams and don't dream your life. And dear Robert, that's what's bringing us together uh, because we are pretty much soulmates. Uh, uh, you as a muso and, and a genius as a podcast uh, producer and a host and really great. And thank you for having me. And let's talk about this uh, band who's just turned uh, um, 30 years old because um, as an American resettlement officer was asking me after escaped communism in a, a central refugee camp of Germany and uh, kindly asked, he was from CIA and he asked me, say, boy, I understand that you left communism, but what the hell are you going to do now here as a muso? I was 22. I was pretty idealistic and as a dreamer. And I said, I would like to play with Ian Anderson of Chetrotal, Jack Bruce with Dream and Eldie Meldor Ritter to Forever. And was looking at me as you must be totally crazy. He turned his face to uh, to my um, dearest friend, Gabo Chupo, who was uh, escaping women together. And you boy, what would you like to do? But he wasn't really interesting, the resident officer, what Gabo is going to say. He was just trying for search for help. And he said, no, I'm doing here nothing. I'm going to go to Hollywood and I will found a, a strict uh, and, uh, a film studio. And that's what he did. And his uh, first worldwide success was Simpsons. Uh, so so we both uh, boys are sitting and we're saying this. And, uh, and happens hold to on a that. second. I want to stop you for one second because I want everybody to understand this story. Leslie's got an incredible backstory. You were born and raised in Hungary. It was during the communist era of Hungary. So you're behind the Iron Curtain, as you said. And then you escaped. And you escaped to Germany. And tell us a little bit about that escape, because that's a wild story. 
I mean, what are American listeners, uh, um, this is going to be a challenge for you uh, to understand that I was growing up in a country uh, of communist dictatorship occupied by the Russians where uh, I couldn't get a passport. So it was absolutely highly illegal to get any close to the to the border of my country. So the only way as Gabor Chipo and myself could escape communism was a tunnel. Uh, illegally, of course, we could have got killed. And, and as we just got to Germany uh, as kind of the first uh, free country after uh, we passed uh, Austria, and um, then that that it was such a wonderful moment of life because uh, we felt in a, in ourselves a little bit already in America because that was where we wanted to go, uh, the country of individual freedom, the, uh, and that's what we were longing for so strongly. And um, so we escaped and and we survived. And uh, and uh, in American Youth Hostel, we got uh, you know a little aid and and help and support. And uh, so finally uh, got to the refugee camp. And uh, and the CIA was very helpful. It's strange to say in that context <laughs> because uh, uh, after that he realized there were just uh, three artists that they're talking to, and we are not really having any secrets. <laughs> All right. So so you're 22 years old. You escape from Hungary. You're now in Germany. You tell the border guard that you want to play with Ian Anderson and Jack Bruce. He thinks you're crazy, but somehow you did it. OK, and this goes back to 1991. If I understand, that's when you formed Mandoki Soulmates. And Ian Anderson was like among the first guys that you had in that band. Am I right? Yeah, absolutely. So the the actually the founding members, uh, Ian Anderson of Jedediah, Jack Bruce of Cream, David Clayton Thomas of Lots of Dentists, Bobby Kimball of Toto, Aldi Mola was another guitar player with us, the wonderful jazz player. And, and already there was the task, the challenging idea or the I, musical ideology to merge the, the fuse the British prog rock, like Chetotal, uh, with uh, pretty much New Yorkish uh, fusion jazz. So because I, I wanted to uh, uh, capture the virtuosity of Randy Bracker and Michael Bracker and Mike Stern and Bill Evans and, and Aldi Maula on one hand side, but but followed the complexity of the compositions of Ian Anderson and, and of this, the, the yes, early Genesis. But do you realize how crazy this is that you were able to assemble that supergroup kind of out of nowhere? Okay. I mean, I take my hat off to you, Leslie, that you were able to do this. How did you get them all to get into that band? I, uh, it was the music, what was just the glue. And, and uh, you know, we are in this wonderful podcast now, what this is uh, uh, in 200 countries. I'm people are listening and and uh, the slogan of yours and the slogan of mine uh, or uh, actually of my father was pretty much the, saying the similar idea and that was leading to soulmates so just live your dreams and don't dream your life and the music was the uh, reason why we got together 30 years uh, ago and and since we do the same thing and we are just working on a new album the last album was a great success uh, and we played so many concerts uh, and now uh, we are just about the planning the tour for next autumn so so we're doing exactly what we were dreaming of as we were teenagers. All right. Hi, everybody. This is your host, Robert Miller. I'm pleased to tell you that I've got a new album coming out soon called Bobby M. and the Paisley Parade. It features 10 new songs, plus guest appearances by John Helliwell of Supertramp, Tony Carey of Rainbow, and international sitar sensation Deobrat Mishra. The album has a definite 60s vibe, and the theme of the record is all about relationships and love. It may just be my best album ever. The reviewers agree. Indie Shark calls it Album of the Year. Big Celebrity Buzz says it's one of the great rock sets of the year. And Pop Icon calls it an adventure that keeps us on the edge of our seats. How about that? And for me, 
the icing on the cake is the praise that the album has received from world-class musicians like Steve Hackett of Genesis, Gary Puckett of The Union Gap, Peter Yarrow of Peter, Paul and Mary, Jim McCarty of The Yardbirds, and David Liebert of The Happenings. I'm going to release the 10 songs on the album in a novel way in five special episodes of this podcast featuring two songs in each one starting after the new year. So be on the lookout for these special episodes of Bobby M and the Paisley Parade. And if you haven't done so yet, please subscribe to this podcast and please sign up for our weekly emails previewing each episode and much more. The links are all in the show notes. I want to thank you for listening and keep on rocking. I want to go back to the beginning here. We're going to start playing some of this music because the music has not been released yet. The ones that we're going to play today. And these are fantastic cuts. I mean, I've listened to them all, obviously. The fidelity is wonderful. And the artists are just, you know, world class. So the first one we're listening to right now underneath my voice is Ian Anderson of Jethro Tull playing Locomotive Breath from 2004. Shuffling madness of the locomotive breath runs the all-time loser headlong to his death. Well, he feels a piston scraping, the steam breaking on his brow. Oh, Charlie, he stole a handle and a train and won't stop going nowhere to. His children jumping off at stations one by one. His woman and his best friend in bed and having fun. He's crawling down the corridor on his hands and knees. Oh, Charlie's As they fall And the all-time winner Has got him by the balls While he picks up Gideon's Bible Yes, it's open at page one I think we'll talk He's Tell us a little bit about that situation. All right. So this is really unique and has never been released. It's only on your podcast exclusively. So uh, Jack Bruce is playing the bass. John Lord of the Purple is playing the Hammond. Uh, Manfred Mann is playing the synthesizer. Chris Thompson of Manfred Mann Earthman is, is singing along with Ian Anderson, who plays obviously the flute. And on the guitar is Peter Frampton. And on acoustic guitar is Greg Lake. So I'm playing the drums. Unbelievable. So have a listen for this uh, very <laughs> unique recording. And it's only at Robert's uh, podcast. Absolutely exclusive. Never been released. No one heard it before. And uh, here we go. Oh, my God. What a lineup. And now I want to go to the second one because... You've got Jack Bruce singing Sunshine of Your Love. And for
for me as a bass player, there was nobody that was more inspirational to me than Jack Bruce. Okay. When he came out with Cream in the mid 60s, he became my uh, my North Star, so to speak, when it came to playing the bass. And I still, when people listen to me, they say, gee, you sound a lot like Jack Bruce. And I take that as a big, big compliment. So tell me how in the world you got Jack Bruce to play with you and and tell us a little bit behind his version here of Sunshine of Your Love from Budapest in 2013. So long 
This was our 20th anniversary as we played together uh, that song. Jack was already pretty ill, and we all knew that very probably was going to be uh, his last performance uh, with us. We were touring with him a lot, and and uh, Jack is a fantastic uh, uh, player, as we all know. But let's talk about him as a as as a, a true gentleman, and the humor of Jack. Wow! I mean, uh, if you have the more two most humorous guys uh, on earth uh, in the rock and roll industry, this Ian Anderson and Jack Bruce. You know, uh, you have to be really really awake in every second to get all the, the side jokes and uh, and and this. Uh, oh, it was so wonderful, uh, and I discovered uh, this British uh, Scottish black ironic uh, uh, humor it was very close to uh, to this where I was growing up with the uh, Hungarian Jewish humor uh, uh, surrounded by that uh, and I discovered the similarity of uh, of uh, almost I would say cynicalism uh, but uh, so it was so wonderful and and Jack and Ian I mean uh, the two uh, geniuses in uh, having on the same moment on stage uh, it was so incredible and and it was so much inspiring and just to give you a little insight Peter Frampton was calling uh, me up before we, uh, we met first time and, and he said so just Leslie I really want to talk to you about that you don't, don't misunderstand I'm a really I'm a real guitar player <laughs> and I didn't know why he's saying this because of course I knew that he, he's trying to convince real... you he's a real guitar player okay I get it yeah <laughs> yeah but, but, but uh, and he said he don't need a second or third or whatever you know I do the whole stuff for real and of course, I said, uh, Peter, you are a genius. So this is out of any question. As a, yeah, yeah, because just, uh, I'm, you know, there's so many singers, uh, uh, you know, they just play guitar. I'm not just one of those, a singer who just play guitar. But I know, Peter, I really, really. So we had a lot of fun, you know, like, uh, and then, of course, uh, it was so good because uh, Greg Lake then and came out and said, you know, there was some a beautiful a journalist from BBC Radio uh, came up to the rehearsal and and uh, and they asked us, "Greg, um, I'm just tell me the secret. Why are you playing with Leslie's band? Because it's such a unique uh, gathering of uh, British prog rock uh, legends and uh, an iconic uh, American uh, fusion jazz players like Ellie Miller or Mike Stern." And then they said. And Greg Lake's answer was very. I mean, I I, I have it on video, so it's uh, so I can prove it <laughs> to all to your listeners. And I'm more than happy to send it to you. And he said, oh, "This is very simple. I let's use a friend. I like him, but it's not the point. The point is, this is the best band in the world." <laughs> you know, it was just. <laughs> You what, know, a, and, what an endorsement, huh? From Greg Lake. Jack was laughing, and Jess, you know, because you were asking, Jack was looking at him as he's saying this. And you, you don't mean me as a bass player. <laughs> so we, we had so wonderful time. I mean, and and it's a, also we had a wonderful time in the band, even if the most tragical moments, uh, as we, uh, as I said, the funeral of. Um, Jack and and we were just uh, man in the late night uh, got a call from Quincy Jones and then uh, and uh, he just uh, uh, said hey Leslie you need a new bass player and then it was uh, Richard Bona so uh, that that's the way uh, Richard came to the band. Well, listen, you just mentioned uh, Greg Lake and we've got a song that Greg Lake is singing again as part of your thirtieth anniversary. He does Lucky Man. And that, of course, was uh, an Emerson, Lake and Palmer classic. And this was also from 2013. He had white horses and ladies by the score All dressed in satin and waiting by the door What a lucky man
fight wars To his country and his king Of his honor and his glory The people would sing His blood ran as he cried No money could save him So he laid down and he died So tell us a little bit about that one. Who was in the lineup for that one? Oh, again, Jack Bruce plays uh, bass. And um, uh, of course, um, uh, and uh, as you will hear in the background, uh, Ian Anderson plays the flute. And uh, Peter Frampton plays the guitar. Uh, the acoustic guitar is Greg Lake. And of course, uh, he's singing. And watch out for the background group, okay? Watch out for the background. Uh, it is Bobby Kimball of Toto. Uh, this is Chris Thompson uh, of uh, Manfred Man Earth Band. And uh, the lady who is singing in the background is Chico Khan. Uh, <laughs> so it's pretty you. And you, you hear uh, um, as, as, as a uh, flute uh, figure, but is as, as more, more actually played by the clarinet. This is John Hallival uh, of Supertramp, uh, who oh. you hear as well, uh, who he played all this legendary saxophone uh, licks uh, for, for Supertramp. You know, I just had John Helliwell play with me on my new album that's coming out. He's still a fantastic player, of course. Uh, yeah, of course. But, I mean, the lineups that you were able to put together, just incredible. I keep thinking you're either the greatest promoter, producer in the entire world, or you've got some really compromising photos on all of these people. Because <laughs> you just... <laughs> The answer is very simple. Uh, I'm a lousy businessman and a horrible bad manager, but uh, the, all these guys love the music I'm writing. So, uh, so this and we happens to that sometimes we played the classics too. And uh, Robert, you are the only one entitled to to play those classics. Never be released. Uh, what what you having now in your hand? So what a, what a privilege. I have to tell you, and you know the the idea of combining kind of prog rock superstars with jazz fusion superstars which is kind of the combination that you've put together it was a brilliant idea leslie I have to tell you a brilliant idea i personally come from more of the jazz fusion type of background because you know that's when i came of age musically in the 1970s when fusion was really at its height but the idea of combining the power of prog rock with the intricacies and the musicianship of fusion brilliant a brilliant idea and that was your idea. <laughs> Thank you. That was the uh, true vision um, because uh, I always thought that uh, it's so wonderful how most of the British prog rock writers like Ian Anderson uh, 
not only greatest uh, type of music and very unique um kind of eclectic music but uh, but the lyrical context was uh, uh exceptional because it always had a social relevance and 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 extremely high poetical standards uh so the, those lyrics could always uh, give you a really a serious book and that's what I was missing again in uh, very often this uh, fusion, um, you know, area that uh, whenever, very rarely, and a, a vocal came up, it was the lyrics were not that, uh, were not giving me that depth. But then again, in the British prog rock, I was some, missing this brilliance of uh, virtuosity, which uh, Aldi Maola or Bracker Brothers or uh, Mike Stern or, you know, all these uh, wonderful uh, players. And so I always dreamed as a teenager to make, to fuse, to, to merge this uh, to the, uh, and to give this intellectual, uh, also the harmony world of, of prog rock to the virtuosity of the fusion jazz and it just well it, it certainly has worked let's go to the next song you got david clayton thomas one of the great singers of the 1960s with blood sweat and tears i mean he he changed that band around completely when he joined the band after al cooper had formed blood sweat and tears and you've got him singing spinning wheel which of course was one of their great hits this is, I believe, Paris in 2017. What goes up must come down. Spinning wheel got to go down. Talking about troubles, it's a crying sin. Ride a painted pony, let the spinning wheel spin. You got no money. So tell us the backstory on that one. Okay, I did, this is a wonderful recording. Uh, again, absolutely, Robert, and worldwide exclusively on your podcast, never be released. So we are at the in Paris at the famous Olympia. Lineup is, um, uh, of course, is uh, Corey Henry uh, on keyboard. So our youngest. Uh, we just celebrating on that very day, 
his 30th uh, birthday. Wonderful. Richard Bono is on bass uh, and on this recording. Uh, and uh, we have uh, Ian was just joining us in Hammerthead in London. Uh, he couldn't join us in, in Paris in Olympia and, and that recording. But uh, this incredible trumpet uh, uh, is played by Randy Brecker, certain Grammy winner, uh, Randy Brecker. Who, by the way, was one of the original members of Blood, Sweat and Tears. Absolutely. And so uh, John Halliwell plays the uh, alto saxophone. Uh, Bill Evans uh, of the Miles Davis band plays the tenor saxophone. Um, Klaus Dollinger of Passport plays another tenor saxophone. And Till Brunner, uh, the famous German trumpet player, plays the second trumpet uh, behind uh, Randy Brecker. So this is a real, really uh, very special. Aldi Mola plays the guitar and Maestrum plays the guitar. And Corey Henry is just exceptional uh, on keyboard. So, so have a listen to the great David Clayton Thomas. Uh, he was always, I'm, actually, I don't know any singers uh, who would not like to sound like Dave Clay Thomas. Uh, so uh, uh, he's just, uh, he just does it as, by naturally incredibly great. He's got an extraordinary voice. There's no question about that. All right, we're going to go to the last one of these historic performances. And this is one of my favorite songs of all time. It, this is Whiter Shade of Pale with Gary Brooker <laughs> from Procol Harum, the original singer on this song. He was one of the co-writers of the song as well. It's a 2004 recording. It's just exquisite. Just go sleep. Turn the water. 
Tell us a little bit about the backstory here. And part of the uh, wonderful situation that is also absolutely worldwide exclusive with you, Robert. I like how you keep saying that, Leslie. Okay, I like I like the idea <laughs> that this is exclusive. Okay, keep going. This is so so. No one ever heard that. Uh, so this is just in our archives. Okay, and uh, and if you would look at now to our archives as a, uh, on the tape because it's a tape recording so it's sold and this is saying 50 years of rock so um actually a tv producer came up hey leslie actually this is the 50 year anniversary of rock music so okay we um worked on on the concept and it was uh then a saturday night show and uh, all of a sudden we make it so big that it was uh the manduki somers was the core band there and robin gibb and, and you know mccagna many many other uh great singers would join us for that show and uh 16 000 people in a big venue in hanover and all of a sudden 12 million viewers and that saturday night in germany and the real story, uh, and also, again, exclusively for you, um, the producer of the TV show comes up to me about three weeks before the show and says, Leslie, okay, you have everybody in the song. It's like Ian Anderson, Jack was everywhere, John Lord, but uh, don't you missing some, someone, you know, like really big name like uh, Bruce Springsteen or Madonna? I said, no, 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 we are really fine because this, these are the legendary, iconic rock musicians who really did something very uh, special in the prog rock and a, and a, a just fusion era. But Leslie, you don't really think that you need, I mean, we have the budget. It's okay if you are asking someone. I said, no, I'm fine. I said, I'm really fine. But, and then again, after two time, he asked me, he said, you know what? What what about inviting Mihail Sergeyevich Gorbachev? He's looking at me like, uh, what are you talking about? I said, I would like to invite the former uh, president of Soviet Union because uh, he, he was uh, the one who was helping us to tear down the wall and 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 you know, pulling out 350,000 uh, Russian soldiers just here of East Germany, and he was giving us the helping hand. And I said, look, I'm, I'm talking to the producer. I said, look, uh, if he is going to say on stage that, that the, the prog rock was the enemy of communism, and to prove that Glasnost and Perestroika, so the change, the wind of change, was meant seriously by him, and he released uh, in a Melodia, this was the Soviet Union's, uh, this dictatorships, the Russian dictatorships, uh, state-owned record company. And the, he was asking us, the boss of the president of the Soviet Union, to release a Jetrotal album. And then he's going to tell this story on stage, you know, and millions of people are watching it on TV. That's going to be incredible because it shows what kind of power prog rock and Ian Anderson ever represented in life. So the producer of the TV station said, Leslie, we're going to do this. So it happened like that. So hold on a second. I got to understand this. Somehow you got Gorbachev to join the band as well. Is that what you're saying? Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and then I, I got awarded by Henry Kissinger for that. Uh, because, and I said, okay, that, 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 that was wonderful. The Cold War was over. Now, uh, and now, if you're listening, uh, no, now we are in a hot war again. Uh, you know how much it was meaning for us that, that we overcame the Cold War. You know, we go, uh, we overcame that insanity of the Cold War, um, and 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 Gorbachev and and uh, and the American administration of uh, Reagan were creating peace, and for us Eastern European people, it was heaven. Uh, you know, it was paradise. I got to tell you, there's nobody in the entire world that can say that they brought Gorbachev into the band like you did. <laughs> Yeah, of course, and, 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 and we have the picture, you know, Ian Anderson and uh, John Lord and Peter Fradman, Jack Bruce, and everybody on stage in the middle of it, Gorbachev, and uh, Gorbachev saying live on TV, 12 million people are watching, and 16,000 people are in the venue, that rock music changed the world, <laughs> you know, <laughs> it's so wonderful, and here in my studio, every now and then you can see on the wall uh, pictures like Peter Fradman and Jack Bruce and Ian Anderson with Mihail uh, Gorbachev, so it is... It, 
it, it was the story, you know, to give give to the people the chance to understand since Woodstock, uh, rock music has a meaningful role in our society. That's an amazing story. Uh, and JJ, yeah, I wish everybody could see your face as you're telling this story because your face lights up as you're saying all of this stuff. And it's just a remarkable story. It really is. Okay, we got one more song that we're going to play. I think it's a terrific song. It's one of your newer ones, and it's called Old Rebels. forget my first revolution it's like a wake-up call a hard-earned lesson about fission and fusion back to the future oh we'll miss it all a long-term rider with burned-out fighters in a screen play full of lies the loads get lighter and the world feels wider if you leave all your baggage behind i got a Kids fighting out on the front. Oh, yeah. Life is a very strange song we can only play once. We are.
So tell us about that one. So Chris Thompson of Man Friedman Earth is singing the song uh, with me, and Richard Bona playing uh, the bass. The wonderful guitar solo is performed by uh, fabulous Mike Stern, and the saxophone what you hear uh, it is by John Halbro of Super Trump. So uh, this is from our last record uh, called Utopia for Realist. And uh, Robert, I would like to leave you with this idea: Why? You and I and and hundred thousands of musicians became musicians around the world because we believe in a utopia. But we, as we practice in a, a whole night long in our basements, the young years, and other words, other guys were out in the you know uh, with the girls or or, or in the uh, soccer uh, uh, stadiums or football stadiums. Uh, we were just practicing, and we knew why we we're doing because we lived this utopia. But for every and each of us, for musicians, it's an utopia for realists. And this very song, what you are going to play, and thank you for that, Old Rebels, is about our experience. We were, we were going out as children of uh, Woodstock, as children of that revolution, of the children of the falling down the Berlin Wall and the Iron Curtain. And we are the old rebels. But as we know now, we didn't make anything uh, really right because otherwise we'll, we'll live in a peaceful world. So this song is against greediness, it's for humanity. This song is about what is, you know, uh, uh, the glue of what is, uh, what is already common and what is uh, taking us together, the family, the the uh, nation, the friends, uh, you know, the world and the unity of uh, of our values. This is about, and now we have war again in Europe. So this is a, a disgusting situation where we are in. Uh, we we feel this dark tunnel, and this song all travels in a self-critical song about that we should light up the light at the end of this tunnel in these challenging times. Well, I I think you've said it very very well. That album, by the way, is a wonderful album. I've heard that before, and what I want to compliment you on is how you have been able to bring together so many disparate artists and genres and people from different locations and countries and you've always had an uplifting spirit which is so important because that's what music is all about it's to uplift the soul and i love the idea that you call it mandoki soulmates because that's what we're really trying to achieve with music isn't it leslie we're trying to lift the soul I want to thank you so much for being on the podcast again. It's always such a pleasurable thing for me to have you on. You're such a wonderful guest and a great musician, and you've assembled the most ridiculously terrific lineups that I've ever heard. And I love the idea that we've got an exclusive here around the world to those 200 countries that this podcast goes to. So I want to thank you once again, Leslie, for being on this podcast. Thank you so much for having me, and I wish everybody a wonderful holiday season. And let's hope that we are waking up in a new year. It's going to be a much better year than we the last two or three years that we have behind. Well, I certainly hope you're right about that. And now I want to play again the song that started out the beginning of this episode. It's my reimagined version, the live version of I'm So Glad. I want to thank you all for listening, and we will see you in the next episode. Thanks for listening to the Follow Your Dream podcast. Make sure to subscribe, rate, and review the podcast so you don't miss another inspiring episode. You can connect with Robert at robert at followyourdreampodcast.com. And you can hear more from his band at projectgrandslam.com and at thepgsstore.com. I'm so glad.